Good afternoon. Bill Uliveri here with the Final Third Network. Uh, today's guest, I am pleased to introduce Pamela Martin from Long World Services for the Living. Now, Pamela and I met at a uh, networking event hosted by the Illinois Continuity of Care, which is a wonderful organization really bringing people in uh, the local area and actually, you know, throughout the state, but specifically in our Glenview area that are dealing with Topics of the final third is people who are 55 plus uh, senior services. And so I wanted to do an interview with Pamela, mostly because her energy and passion fuels my somewhat stoic interview style. <laughs> and so uh, Pamela and I met for the first time last week over coffee, and we're going to just do a quick interview about Pam and what kind of services she's offering and why she got involved in this particular space. So Pam, Pamela, Pam or Pamela? I like Pamela best. Pamela? I'll answer to either. Welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, so Pamela, tell me a little bit about uh, your long world services for the, uh, for the living and how you got involved in that particular space. Sure. Basically, um, we are a company that um, travels anywhere within the United States after um, someone loses a loved one and we put the home to rest. Uh, we first secure the property, uh, then we make any household repairs, we prepare the house for rental or resale, and we also locate, ship, sell, consign, donate, and dispose of all the belongings in the home at the client's discretion. The client can be as involved with that process or um, kind of take a hands-off approach. We've had both, um, which is fine. Um, basically, we log all the valuables using Dropbox. Uh, mm -hmm. We photograph everything. Dropbox is like a cloud uh, solution for storage? Yes, so secure you, cloud. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you create a cloud-based uh, file or a storage facility. Mm -hmm. You categorize, categorize everything and put it in so that people can look at it at their own free time. We sure do, yes. And we share that link uh, with the executor, um, our client. And then that client can choose to share the Dropbox with other family members. Um, but um, yeah, basically we have uh, different categories. We have uh, all of the belongings in the home uh, that are that would be considered to have value. Mm -hmm. And there are specific folders. The client can decide, yes, I'd like this donated, I'd like this shipped to me, I'd like this delivered, or I'd like it consigned. And we are happy to um, fulfill all those wishes. That sounds amazing. So it's a way of almost like looking on Craigslist or Amazon or eBay with your own personal items or the items of an estate and then give you enough information whether or not it should be donated or consigned or just thrown in the in the garbage bin. Right, yes, and we're happy to provide um, guidance as well. Uh, some family members believe that their loved one's items have a great deal of value. Others believe the items have no value. So we're happy to um, uh, give our opinion and do all the necessary research to back that up. That's really interesting because I know from my own grandparents where they had some beautiful Art Deco furniture that they wanted passed on to the to the grandkids. And my wife and I were recently married and our house was more mid-century modern and mm -hmm. with, there was just no way we're, we were taking this furniture. And now in hindsight, we wish we would have taken this gorgeous bedroom set and the armoires and I mean, everything was just gorgeous Art Deco. And But of course, you know, when you're young, what did Jimmy... In the movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, that youth is wasted on the young. It's and so, so true. We made a pretty bad decision back then, but uh, I wish I had that furniture now. You so, know what's so funny, if I can interrupt for a second? Please. Is that these sort of things go in and out of fashion so often. You know, there was a time when mid-century modern was considered like, uh, this is, take it to Goodwill, right? <laughs> and um, it's just funny watching this go in and out of fashion, watching different um, furniture styles going in and out of fashion. Unfortunately, a lot of the furniture that our parents have, we call it, some people in the industry call it big brown furniture. Big brown? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's very nondescript, 1980s, just like clunky furniture. It doesn't have a lot of character mm -hmm. that those other styles have. So 
when we're we're going to be waiting for a long time for it to come back in fashion. It's not. It's probably <laughs> never going to come back in fashion. Unfortunately, you never know. Stranger things have happened. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have thought that like beers and whiskey and cigars and craft beer would come back? Good point. Um, and so tell me, they'll give me an idea, Pamela, of what a uh, a sample engagement might look like. Like who typically contacts you? How long is the engagement? Uh, what are some of the obstacles and you know joys of where you're finding your work? Because that's really important for people who are trying to offer services uh, to this community. Okay, great. Well, first it starts off with a phone call, almost always, and uh, the person has lots of questions because ours is sort of a unique service. Um, And whenever possible, when the property is here um, in the Chicagoland area, we travel to the property, um, you know, at the client's convenience, of course. We spend about an hour, uh, maybe up to two hours on site, taking videos of the property, taking photos, and then we provide the client with a no commitment, no fee estimate. Um, we typically, let's see, I think something unique about our service too is that we stick to our estimates. So that means that if uh, we cannot finish within the allotted time, uh, the client just gets a free day of work or perhaps two no. free days of work. Mm-hmm. So we never run after the client with for extra money. Um, another good uh, part of our service is that we... Um, all the clients, they keep all the proceeds from the consigned valuables. Mm-hmm. The auction house, of course, will take a cut, but we don't. And if we run an estate sale, the client keeps 100% of the proceeds as well. Interesting. So anyhow, yes. Yeah, so we're at the client's house taking photos, talking to them about what they consider valuable because, you know, value value to some people maybe a hundred dollars right. value to other maybe you know a thousand dollars so does the consignment shop come and pick up the things from the the residents or are you and your company have to load up the minivan and we do and drop them off and that's one of wow. our favorite parts of our job is really? locating really interesting things to consign we work at different auction houses in the chicagoland area mm-hmm. although we've done jobs out of state and worked with um, consignment places in arizona for instance um with the internet it, it is pretty uh, easy for us to find the best home for the uh, loved ones valuable interesting mm-hmm. interesting and so what does it mean to you I mean I mean everybody that I meet lately uh, is kind of like on part they're repivoting their career there's something about this space um, with again with the 55 plus or senior services that maybe you were unfulfilled at a previous job maybe it was just too taxing on your time yet there's something about providing this care for people with your personality, with your passion. And I know that's an overused word, passion, but it is uh, something that's kind of important to me. And you certainly bring passion uh, to, to this space. And and I, I suspect that that's not a, the first time you've heard that. So tell me a little bit about like, what is it about this that drives you? Well, I am a natural problem solver. I love big problems and I love creating new ways to solve them. Um, I think that I'm a divergent thinker. I think that, um, I don't know, It's it's something that it's very, very exciting to me. I can easily work 16 hours a day doing this. Um, we do a document service too. So, you know, many people have papers. Many of our parents have papers, uh-huh. too many papers. And uh, I'm more than happy to spend 10 hours straight going through every piece of paper, creating PDFs and organizing them for the family. I don't know what it is. It's sort of a reverse ADD, I call it. But um, yeah, I enjoy it a great deal. I was a, a teacher for 16 years. I taught at university level, and um, you know, it just became, uh, it became, I I feel like that's a problem-solving job too, Uh but I think it has a shelf life, and um, I don't know, I was just excited to work in a new space. Do you find that, okay, so uh, there is a concept of maybe we're a materialistic society. Mm -hmm. We have too much paper, too much stuff, we're hoarders, 
Um, would you say that your job now is so much more difficult uh, because of the sheer quantity of personal belongings? Or would you say maybe it's actually easier because the stuff that's good is easier separated from the, the junky stuff? Or the, I don't want to say junky, but the invaluable material, like the stuff from ass seen on TV versus the, you know what I mean? Like, is it easier or harder, do you think, to do what you do than it was, say, 10 or 15 years ago? I think it would have been easier 10 or 15 years ago because I just feel that people spent less money. They spent less time shopping. Um, virtually every property you encounter is on is on the spectrum of hoarding in some uh -huh. way. Um, and even if it's a shopping addiction, for instance, um, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of money there. So when someone is buying you know, $20,000 worth of... Um, items from Marshalls and TJ Maxx and then putting them in the basement. I mean, what are we going to do with these, right? Unfortunately, they're just probably going to end up at Goodwill. Right. And you know what? And they're, they're, they'll be used by um, a family there, and, th and that's great, too. Are you able to secure a uh, tax document, like a deduction for the family, for the, the, the items that you bring, and you're, you're trying to come up with a, a value of, of the things you drop off at Goodwill, so that's part of your value prop? Actually, yes, yes. Part of our service is um, documenting every single uh, item that is donated to Goodwill. And we log that. We create an account for um, for the executor using the executor's email address, and then we make up a password, share that with, with the person. And uh, all of the text documents actually go directly to the executor's email box. So okay. it's the same way with the consignment checks. So any checks that we're able to secure, they don't come to us at all. The, they, they are sent directly to the client's home address. In your opening remark about how you describe your business as we put a home to rest, mm -hmm. I think that that's really beautiful. There's just something about that way that that flows. So um, are you, again, normally contacted by a real estate agent who has a house that's full of stuff and needs your help? Are you contacted by uh, children saying that we want to put our mom and dad's house on the market? Like, who's a good referral for you? And how do you break up your, your inbound uh, requests? Like, how would you sort that? Well, uh, we've been contacted. Well, you know, yeah, usually, um, let's see, funeral homes are, uh, we, we receive business from funeral homes, senior real estate specialists, of course, um, hospice care providers, uh, senior living facility directors, um, directors of sales and marketing typically, mm -hmm. um, of course, uh, grief professionals, death doulas, all sorts of people like this. Um, what will usually happen is the senior real estate specialist, for instance, will uh, give a card to a prospective client, and then the client the client will contact us asking questions, and then we go out to the property and take a look and give them the estimate. Um, but yeah, yeah. Also, uh, um, trust officers at banks as well. Okay. Those are so from start things. to finish, okay, you uh, a card is your, your card is given to a potential prospect. They agree to accept your services. Start to finish, in the door. Uh, open house or for sale sign on the front lawn. Generally, generally, if you can say, how long does that take? Oh, what a great question. Again, it would just depend on the level of hoarding. I've done a job as quickly as, um, let's see, I did a 2,000 square foot, uh, two bedroom, one office. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty nice sized place, four days. Four days. Um, and was able to vet real estate agents, get the family, um, the consignment checks, uh, donate everything, uh, trips to the recycling center. That's another thing. We love to keep things out of the garbage. So. Um, we really pride ourselves on um, you know, reusing, recycling, donating to senior centers, um, churches, schools, synagogues, any place um, that can use these valuable items. 
Um, but yeah, so four days was our quickest. Um, at, we had a pretty serious, uh, like I think it was 2,200 square foot hoarding job, and that took us 15 days. 15 days. Right. And that okay. was, I mean, but it was a Backbreaking, serious situation. Right. Yeah. 16 mm -hmm. hours a day, right, yes. into the dumpster. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, Pamela, thank you so much. We're probably going to cut another episode in just a few minutes. So, But tell people, viewers, uh, how they can get in, in touch with you, mm -hmm. uh, phone number, email address, uh, website, and so... Um, Great. Okay. Yes. So uh, we're available to speak over the phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 312-286-0586. Uh, and our website is www.longworldservices, with an S, dot com. Hi, everybody. We're back with the Final Third Network, Pamela Martin of Long World Services for the Living. And one of the things that makes these interviews so exciting for me is that when we cut after one episode and we begin preparing for another one, I usually ask the questions like, what would you like to talk that, about that we didn't hit? What kind of concept spurred something in your mind and now it's on the back plate, but you'd like to discuss it? Mm -hmm. So again, during the break, I asked Pamela, what was it that we didn't talk about that you would like to? And for me, this is like the core of who I am in terms of spiritual, family, uh, those kind of arenas, those places. So, Pam, I'm going to ask you the question, why, why would somebody really want to engage your services? Why not, as a family member, I go into my mom and dad's house, I'm able to touch all their artifacts, it brings back memories, uh, I'm shedding tears, I'm grieving. Um, now, mind you, it wasn't like that when my grandfather had passed away and my dad tried to get rid of them everything as quickly as possible just so he could get the house closed. At least that's the way I remember it, and it was, you know, 45 years ago. But why... Really, what are the benefits of uh, hiring a professional to get rid of all these these goods? So help me help me with that one. Sure. Well, if I could start with just a quick personal story. So when I was teaching at Purdue Calumet, um, my dad passed away. Uh, he and I were extremely close. Uh, he lived out of state, and um, I traveled to his property to put his home to rest. Um, logist logistically, it was very difficult uh, for me to arrange substitutes at work. Um, you know, I don't have kids, and I can't even imagine if someone has kids. That's a whole other um, complication. But I was able to go to his home with my siblings and um, and close the home. It took us a tremendous amount of time because we kept getting uh, sort of uh, stuck on the details. So the photos, um, any kind of a emotion, anything we... Uh, Anything that was a t had emotion attached to it, of course, uh, took us longer to, to, to deal with. Uh, there was a point when uh, my siblings and I were frantically searching on the internet for a service like mine, and we were unable to, to find one. Um, so yes, uh, so instead of cleaning the refrigerator at 3 in the morning, um, we felt like, wouldn't it be great if we could just be at home thinking about Dad, sharing stories, looking at photos? Um, but yeah, instead it turned into all of our free time that we were able to secure um, out of work was spent doing some pretty back-breaking labor. Sure. Right, yeah. I can imagine. Well, part of, again, the conversation we're having on the uh, Final Third Network and staying relevant in the Final Third is the concept of these different arenas that we all live in. We live in a spiritual arena. We have a family arena, physical arena. I can see how uh, your services would help uh, almost uh, protect against that conflict that might happen in the family side. In terms of the physical side, I can't even imagine having to have 10 days to clear a house out mm -hmm. and do the painting or spackling and all those kind of things. So you guys also provide those services. You provide everything except closing the house. So you come in, you you get rid of everything. Well, you don't get rid of everything, but you allow the family members to pick and choose what wants to stay or sell or get 
dispersed. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the meantime, you're also getting the carpets cleaned, you're getting the floors redone, you're spackling the walls, getting a paint ready to sell. I can see how that is an incredibly valuable service. Uh, but would you say, like with your own grieving experience, would you say that if you had, well, this is a bad question, I think, but if you had to do it all over again, would you rather do it with a service like yourself providing it for your dad, or would you rather have the time with your siblings, even though you're fighting? Because that's probably something you did your whole life anyhow. Oh, 100%, I would have hired, we, all three of us, we talked about it extensively, we would have hired someone instantly. Um, and then just enjoyed each other's company um, you know, outside of his house, right? right? Um, you know, I have a really fun story. Well, I mean, I don't know how fun it is, but one of my clients was out in California, and I was, um, you know, on site here in Chicagoland. Um, now, the it was actually a biohazard scene. Uh, there was uh, again hoarding. Um, there was just a lot of a lot of problems in the place, and um, I feel that we were able to completely remove um, any potentially like triggering or negative emotions that the that the person would encounter if, if he were there on site. Um, basically, like, yeah, after a week, the client came uh, from California to the funeral, but of course stopped at the condo to see mm -hmm. the progress. And we had a special box waiting for him um, of the items that he specified that he wanted and also some nice surprises. For instance, um, a photo book that she had made specifically for her brother, right. who was the person who hired us. Um, this really lovely photo of hers, um, this beautiful uh, piece of pottery she had made, this terrarium. So we had just a few select items that the client was able to just enjoy. So instead mm -hmm. of encountering, again, like a biohazard situation or a... Um, Right, uh, cigarette butts, uh, you know, things that people don't want to think about, things mm -hmm. people don't want to see. Um, we were able to just hand him these uh, items that were happy to him, right. were positive to him. And then meanwhile, the condo was completely clean and ready for market. Sure. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that in those cases where you have a mother or father or a loved one who perhaps have had a long uh, drawn out health issue mm -hmm. that you're probably already at the end of your rope you're end of your, your, or you're a caregiver and you are already completely overwhelmed in the mm -hmm. sandwich generation of having elderly parents that you're caring for and younger children at home that you're also taking care of. Yes. So I would imagine that after you are already, you're, the water level is up to, the, to your nose mm -hmm. that to have to deal with this uh, in a way that you can, I don't want to say outsource it, but really you're just finding someone else who's very caring and compassionate. And I can kind of see you almost tear up in this conversation when recollecting the event of your dad, mm -hmm. that this is super important to you and that you're bringing your heart and not just your, your blood sweat. I mean, you're bringing it all mm -hmm. with you to the yeah. to your business. That's a beautiful thing. Um, that's great. Well, let's see what else. Uh, any other topics that you'd like to, to talk about in terms of how you uh, interact with brothers, sisters, family members, or mm -hmm. um, maybe you could share with us uh, maybe one really good story and maybe one that didn't work out like it had planned because kids bring their own baggage. Is there something like that in there? Sure. Okay. So, um, uh, positive stories. I, you know, the, the majority of them are positive stories. And, um, again, I just, I love being, I love surprising people. That's what our bunny is about. So we have this, you know, this little cartoon bunny. He's our, he's our little logo. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to say that we, um, appear and then we disappear and we take the problems with you. Um, I'm not sure how clear that is, but that's, that's kind of the point. And um, I love I love when clients call and say, I can't believe how fast you did this. I can't believe this is done. I can't believe how organized this is. That makes me feel great. great. Um, a funny story. Um, I'll tell you, sometimes neighbors can get a little bit nosy. I've had people just walk in uh, to 
the property where I am, where the client is not. I mean, the client, 99% of the time, is not on the This on is not an open site, house right? or a state This is not an open house. <laughs> right, and clients wandering in like, can I get that book? Can I get that bookshelf? Like, no, you know, right. who are you, right? So, um, yeah, dealing with those people tactfully, we're definitely able to do. But um, it's a little, it's it's there are all sorts of uh, characters out there. So we were always mindful of that. So we had a, a family uh, family member recently passed away about three or four weeks ago, and after the wake service, there was a small reception uh, of snacks and and wine afterwards at the um, deceased condominium, and. We walked in, and again, it's he, he was a teacher, so there was books everywhere, a pool table, which weighed like 6,000 pounds, uh, I mean, plateware and, and just a you know, bicycle and all sorts of athletic equipment. And so the uh, my, my nephews had to take a week off of work from being in the Carolinas here at Glenview in order to sort everything and get rid of it and dispose of it. So I definitely see uh, the value of your services to be able to be there almost virtually, being able to look at all the personal goods and personal items, be able to pick and choose of what you want shipped um, you know, back to them. Mm-hmm. So I can see how uh, almost not being there is is a, is a good, is really a, that's the most cathartic in itself that you don't have to deal with that kind of because you're already still grieving from the passing away of a relative. Right. You're not even you're not even over that yet. For sure. Yeah. We always say that we um, we provide multiple types of benefit. We think that we provide mental benefit, meaning that the person, the surviving family members, they don't have to make this to do list right? right and try to execute all the tasks on this list and designate who's going to do what. We provide a physical benefit. Um, I think it's difficult for people to be lugging furniture around, um, lugging bags of garbage, like who really wants to right. do this, especially on, um, you know, if you have to forego a vacation in sure. order to go clean a loved one's home. And I believe that our loved ones wouldn't actually want us to do that. I think mm-hmm. they'd want us to go on vacation or spend time with our kids sure. or, you know, excel at work. Um, yep. Yeah, also, of course, spiritual benefit. Uh, families can be at home with their with their loved ones surrounded by their friends and family instead of, like I said, cleaning the refrigerator. Sure. Um, let's see. Yeah. So I you think know, it's interesting to talk about that spiritual benefit because I think it, it affects different people different ways. Again, going back to our family member that passed away, we went in for the uh, reception afterwards, and hanging on the wall was a print. And it probably cost $10. Mm-hmm. It was not a big deal. But it was Michelangelo's Return of the Prodigal Son, which is my favorite spiritual image that has ever been painted. Mm-hmm. So for me, being able to uh, acquire that copy before I left was awesome. Otherwise, it would have end up, ended up in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And so you just never know what simple, simple uh, artifact or, or item could provide a great spiritual uplifting and connection with somebody that... You, you might not have thought about. So I can see how, again, being able to look at those things in a Dropbox and say, yeah, I, I want that one. And mm-hmm. I don't care about that. I'm so glad you were able to secure that picture. Oh, my gosh. Yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Did you hang it up? It's already hung up. Yep. I look at it every day. So for it. me, that really means something. That's so, really all right, Pamela, uh, once again, tell uh, viewers how they can get in touch with you. And uh, we'll wrap up the second episode. Sure. Um, we are available to take calls 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we can be reached at 312 286-0586. Again, we do jobs here in Chicagoland, but we can go anywhere in the United States. And our website is www.longworldservices.com. Thank you. Pamela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank and again, you, it's a, uh, that's a wrap for the uh, Final Third Network. And thank you so much for joining me. It's, it's been great, and I really enjoyed getting to know you. Thank you so much, Bill. Me All too. Right.